discusses the crossing of the Yardane and the different parts, the things that happen there, the carrying of the Aron, the height of the waters, the walls of the Yardane, by Krias Yardane, the carrying of the rocks of Kleisrael, and that leads us into this discussion of the Miraglim carrying the fruit and some other. I gather to about the Miraglim and Kalev Davening, and we learn about the giants in Eretz Canaan that they encountered. The Gemara begins by asking, how did we cross the Yardain? Well, generally the Orain, the Orain walked in the middle of Kalev Yisrael. There were two camps in front of it, but the day that they crossed the Yardain, it led the way. Hevra, it's going to look like Eretz Yisrael is natural, but remember the Orain, which is carrying you, that's leading the way that's going to chart the path into this quote-unquote natural land. The Pasuk says, Every day, normally, the Levim would carry the Aron, but today, the Kehanim carried it. We see this in the Pasuk. And the Bryce basically tells us that there are actually three times when the Kehanim carried the Aron. Number one, when we, carried the, when we crossed the Yardin, like we said. Number two, when they surrounded Yericho with Yeshua, and number three, when they brought the Aron back in the days of Shlomo Melech, back into the Kodesh Kodashim. As soon as the feet of the Kahanim were emerged, uh, immersed in the waters of the Yardain, the waters backed off. The Pasuk says, Ukeboi, Nuisea, Aron, and Hayardain. The waters stood up like a wall. How tall were did the waters flow up? Now remember, as far up as they go, as soon as they get to the top, it's going to crash down. So how long, how tall did it get? How long did it spend going up? So Rabbi Yehuda says it was 12 mil by 12 mil, the size of Machane Israel, the size of, of our encampment. And as long as it took for the waters to get up, that's how long it took for us to go across. But Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon says, yeah, but waters travel a lot faster than peoples do. We're talking about men, women, and children. You could try doing a road trip with a family. The waters flowing nearby go a lot faster. So the waters would have drowned them if it was only 12 male. Which, by the way, I try to imagine a 12-mile wall of water. Yeah. Elamah, he disagrees, and he holds that the waters piled up wave upon wave for 300 mil. Let's see if your imagination could stretch that far. It was so high that all of the kings in the east and west saw it. Their hearts melted when all the kings saw this. They were totally in awe. Even Rachav Azoina told the spies that Yeshua sent, it also says, This display had a psychological impact on all the kings. 
Now, while Klaisrael was in the yard, and Yeshua told them, Hever, you have to remember why we're going into Eretz Yisrael, why we're crossing here. It's to expel the Yoish Ve'aretz, to, to, to kick out these nations. The Pesach says, Rashtam is called Yoish Ve'aretz Mepnechem. If you're going to do this and fight these wars, then great, welcome in. If not, then the waters will drown you. It doesn't, it doesn't just say drown you, it says, it'll drown Oiseichem. It sounds like us. And the Gemara Darshan's that the Yeshua was saying that I will be drowned as well if I don't take this upon myself. While they were in the Yardin, Yeshua told them, Everyone grab a stone and bring it into Eretz Yisrael so that your kids will see these, these mounds of stone and ask, what are these? And it, It'll be a zecher to this crossing of the Yarden. It seems that that requires a zecher. Yamsuf doesn't. You know, we remember the Yamsuf. We celebrate it. There's no, besides for Shavas there's no real uh, yomtif for Kriyas Yarden. Also, while they were in the Yarden, Yeshua told them, Grab some more stones, everyone grab a stone. Twelve stones and bring them with you to the place where we're sleeping tonight. Not every night, just tonight. The place where we're sleeping tonight, we're going to set up these monuments. Rabbi Yehuda tells us, Abba Chalavta and Rabbi Loza ben Masyav and Hananya ben Chachinoi were actually on those stones and they measured that each stone weighed 40 saw, give or take. And we have a Messiah that every person can carry a certain amount on his back, but between two people, they could triple that amount. Using these calculations, we can figure out the grapes that the Maraglim carried in from their mission in Territus. They carried it on a pole on a rod with two of them. Uh, if they're using a pole to carry them, obviously there were two people, right? One at either end of the pole. Why does that have to say Bishnaim? Ah, because there were two poles. If Yitzchak adds, he says each, they actually did a, a double crisscross. They, had, they made an X with the top two poles and then another X underneath. So it ended up being, uh, you know, four people per X, eight people carrying the cluster of grapes. Another one of the Miraglim carried a pomegranate, and one more carried a fig. Yeshua Kalev did not, but only 10 of the Miraglim carried it. Why didn't Yeshua and Kalev carry? Either because they were chashuvim, they were the chashuv ones amongst them, or they didn't want to be involved in the Miraglim's plan. Next we have Rav Ami and Rav Yitzchak disagree about a machloikas. One says that Rabbi Yehuda holds that they crossed the Yardane in the camp formation, according to Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, they went in a single file line, or at least one camp after the next. The other sheet holds that, they, that both Tanoim agree that they walk through in the, their camp formation. Their only dis- point of disagreement was what goes faster, the flow of water going up counter gravity or the people walking through 
The Pasuk says, by the Miraglim, Shlach Lecha Anoshim and Rishlokish Darshans, send it for you with your own Das. It's your idea, you can do it. It's not that Moshe Benu thought it was a bad idea. The Pasuk says, He thought it was a good idea. Rishlokish says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was saying, it was, what Moshe was saying, it was a good idea in my eyes, but not in Hashem's. But Hashem says, if this is something that you want to do, you asked me how to send them in, I'll tell you how. But if you asked me should, I would have told you no. We always have to be careful how we formulate our questions. Over there, the Pasuk says, Abba learned that the Meraglim went in with the intention of embarrassing the land. Over here, the Pasuk says, And it says over there, Now, the names of the Meraglim, we have Lamat Reuven, Shemua Ben Zachor. And Rabbi Yitzchak explains that we have Messiah that these weren't actually their names. These are the titles of what they did. We don't, we don't know what, what, you know what every name is referring to, but we do know that Sosor Ben Michael is Sosor in that he contradicted the Maisav of Hashem and Michael that he, he softened Hashem. And Elashon of Moch. Rabbi Yochanan says we also know that Nachbi ben Vovsi is Nachbi is Elashon of hiding the words of Hashem and, and Vovsi is that Shepisai, he skipped over the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It says, Vayalu banege vayovoy ad chavroin. Why does he need to tell me that they arrived there? Rava says that this Pasuk is encoded a message that Kalev split off from the Miraglim's mission, he went to go daven by the Kibbeh Ovis. And he said, Avoisai, he spoke to the Ovis and he says, Daven for me, that I should be saved from Matas Miraglim. Ben Yoyoda asks, How could you, you daven for your own Bechira? You know, just don't go with the Miraglim, but you are allowed to daven that Hashem helps you make the right decisions, gives you the Koyach, Ha Bechira. Yeshua. Already had his tefillahs logged by Moshe Avinu. Moshe daven for him. Vayikra Moshe leYeshua Benun Yehoshua. Call Yehoshua Chometas Miraglim. That's what the pasuk says. Vavdi Kolev Okev. It's a ruach acherazimoy. So Kolev had had to put in his own tefillah. Moshe daven for Yehoshua already. Pasuk says Veshem Achimon Shaisha Vitaman. The three giants in Canaan was Achimon, which means. He was the Yuman, the strongest of the brothers, Sheshai, because he would put these craters into the ground as he walked, and Talmai, and he created these furrows in earth. Or uh, Achiman built the city of Anat, and Sheshai built the city of Alash, and Talmai built the city of Talbush. Anak is referring to these giants because they would be Ma'anikin. They would wear the sun like a, a necklace when they stood up. It looked like they were wearing the sun. Thank you for that. Have a wonderful day.